Hello, good morning. I welcome you to this Sunday morning, the very last Sunday of the month of March, the year 2021. I want to bless the Lord who has been our help from the beginning of this month until now. To Him alone be praise, to Him be glory, to Him be honor, our keeper and our maker. Today is the Lord's Day, and uh, by the grace of God, each of us will be appearing in His presence today. I pray that today will be a day of divine encounter for each of us, that God will take over His pulpit today, that each of us coming to His presence today will receive light from heaven. The Word of God will come to us authoritatively and relevantly. I pray that the spirit of truth will walk in his church today in the mighty name of Jesus. It's my prayer that we will not gather as in a social gathering, but may today's gathering be unto him. May his presence be encountered in his church today, in the name of Jesus. It's my prayer that we will not escape God's touch, we will not escape his dealings. Today there will be salvation, there will be healings, there will be restoration, there will be impartation, there will be encouragement, there will be impartation of strength in the mighty name of Jesus. It's my prayer that these last two, three days that remains for this month to end, the Almighty God will make it a period of divine restoration, a period of divine help. And the Lord Almighty will prepare us for the days ahead in the name of Jesus. And so I welcome you to today's broadcast in the name of Jesus. I want to appreciate you for connecting to this line I pray that the Lord also will pass through me today unto each of us that the Word of God will bring help to our individual lives, including mine, in the name of Jesus. Uh, It's been a big issue for me since yesterday to know what next in God's plan for us, what are we to share, because this altar I consider it sacred, and uh, we don't just want to offer anything except with divine approval. And uh, just a little moment ago, God brought me to these uh, points of reference that we're going to be looking into in the next couple of days, and that is divine assessments divine assessment all right it's going to be a time of evaluation personal evaluations and then the evaluation of our corporate existence as the church of christ um we're going to be looking at this and um, referently in fact my heart is a bit challenged this morning um, 
I just pray that God will help all of us as we approach the scriptures this week. Uh, please uh, pay attention to the things God will be passing across to us because it is very, very important. But let me use this morning to do a kind of prelude to the things we'll be sharing. I will just take one to three verses uh, from the book of Revelation chapter 1. The book of Revelation chapter 1. Now, in verse 1, it says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Now, all the things we'll be reading hereafter, this is the source. From God the Father, all right, to the Son, and then to John his servant, which in turn should be sent to the servant of the Lord, all right, in his churches. Uh, the Bible says, this is the testimony of Jesus Christ. What we are going to be reading is the testimony, all right, the divine assessment of Jesus. Now, it is very important we pay attention to this because, you see, there is a way a man may assess another man. And we evaluate on the basis of what we know and what we feel about an individual. But, you know, Paul said it. He said, it is not him that is commended of men that is really commended, but him that God commends. Now, what people say about you is secondary, is a bit irrelevant in the light of God's assessment. All right, it is possible men can deceive you. It is possible the assessment of people concerning you can be wrong. All right, it can be wrong. They might see you in a negative light, and yet God is commending you. And it is possible men are praising you, and heaven is in pain concerning your life. So, and it is very vital that we pay attention to this because ultimately what people say about you we fade into irrelevance on the ultimate day. So here, in fact, the Bible says in verse, um, in verse 5, or let me even take verse 3, it says, Blessed is he that readeth, and that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Beloved, the time is short. We all know that we are already in the last days. All right, and anything can happen at any time. And whatever God is saying to you and to me now, we should pay attention. We should not be carried away with the praises of people. We should not be carried away with accolades coming from men. All right, the praises and all the write-ups of men about us, it may not really be that important. All right, so God was sending John to the seven churches in Asia. Now, these churches represent actually the global church. All right, 
the seven churches we're going to be reading and studying, they are pictures of what exists in the church of God globally. Now, in verse 5, he said, this, these messages are from Jesus, who is the faithful witness. The faithful witness. Men may not be faithful in giving their true assessment. A man may even know your wrongs. The secret of your misbehaviors may be in the hand of a man, and yet publicly is praising you. Oh, you are my father. You are this and that. And yet the man knows you are sinking. But Jesus will not deceive any man. Is the faithful witness. Is the faithful witness. In verse 6, the Bible says, in fact, in that verse 5, the Bible says, is not only the faithful witness, is the first begotten of the dead and the priest of the kings of the earth. Is the priest of the kings of the earth. Is the priest of the king. Think about that. In fact, in verse 6, the Bible says, is the one that made us kings and priests unto God our Father. Excuse me, sir. No matter how great you are in the church today, let them call you supreme, supreme what? Supreme Pope, supreme Archbishop, um, uh, right, uh, whatever. Anything you are called, uh, the right reverend or left reverend or whatever they called you, it doesn't matter. Excuse me. There is someone to whom we are accountable is the one who made us. Whatever you are, you were made by him. He made you who you are. And to him we will report. Hallelujah. To him we are all going to give account. So he's the one who made us kings and priests. He's not just only those of us in the church. You are in the political, one political office or the other. You are in one traditional office or the other. Or you are in the spiritual church of Jesus Christ. You are given a position anywhere. You are accountable to him. He is the prince of the kings of the earth. Not just the princes in the church. He, he owns the world. We are all returning back to him to account for whatever life we have lived here on the earth. And the Bible says in verse 7, he said, Behold, he cometh with the clouds. Every eye will see him. He is coming. Beloved, he is coming. You know, the remembrance of the coming of Jesus, all right, to judge the earth should make any of us to sit up. If there is anything that is wrong anywhere, this is the period to adjust them is coming. Ultimately, the second coming of Christ is going to happen. But before he comes, maybe he will come for you before that ultimate day. At death, you know, your own rapture takes place the day you die. There's a general rapture, but your own rapture takes place the day you die. And you don't know that day. I do not know my own day. So the Bible says in verse 19, it said, Write the things which thou have seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. He said in verse 20, he said, The mystery of the seven stars, which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. The mystery. What is a mystery? 
A mystery is the hidden truth. He said, write these mysteries of the seven, seven stars. What are the seven stars? What are the seven lampstands? It's in that verse 20. He said, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. The angels of the seven churches is not just the invisible angels of the seven churches, even the heads of those churches, the earthly leaders of those churches, he said, write this hidden truth. Every church has its angel. The priests of those churches are the angels of the church, and there are mysteries. He said, write the mystery of the seven stars. There is a mystery. Hear me. This is the truth. There is a hidden truth about every minister. Maybe that may be hidden from the membership of the church. There are hidden truths about each of us that are not hidden in the sight of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13, he said, there is no creature that is not made manifest in his sight. He said, all creatures are open and naked before the eyes of him with whom we have to do. There is no secret about your life. It's a secret before men, but there is no secret about your life before God. It doesn't matter the kind of dress we wear before men. God sees far below the skin. He sees into the secret of your heart. He knows the, the, the records we keep away from men is not kept away from the one who made you there. The one who made you, who raised you, who put you there. There are mysteries about our lives, the mysteries of the seven stars and the mysteries of the seven lampstands, which stands for the churches. So there are mysteries about the church. All right. We can, we can deceive people by the names we call our churches, by the things we do in the physical, all right, by the preachings we do in the, in the natural, but we cannot deceive God. We cannot deceive him. There is the one who holds the record of your life, the testimony of your life, the real hidden truth. Oh, my God. There are hidden truths about our lives, your testimony is before him. We can't hide from him. We cannot hide. You can't hide from God. He knows you personally, secretly. The things we do behind the curtains and we come out to do in the name of the Lord, God knows them. He said, right. And you know, one of the things I tell people is that I fear the silence of God. When you are doing certain things that are wrong and heaven is silent, be afraid. So from tomorrow, by the grace of God, God will be taking us deeper and deeper. But this is just a prelude that there is one who is holding, who sees you. Pastor, my reverend, bishops, there is someone who holds the truth, the hidden truth of your life. What you are hiding from men, you can't hide from him. And it is my prayer this morning that the Lord God of heaven will encounter you. This week, may it be a week of divine encounter, a week of divine visitation. May you not escape this visitation of God. May the Lord visit your life and my life. 
may we come to encounter him, the truth himself, in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless your name, O God of heaven, and I ask that you help us this week in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Be in his presence today, and may you encounter him. Good morning, your brother and friend, Sunday away.